when I was in high school, I was in a chemistry class with a certain teacher. And oftentimes, he would put a problem on the board or ask a question, and of course, students would have to give their answer. He would give a question or a problem, and students would answer, but they would give a correct or true answer, but it didn't answer the question that he had asked. And so my teacher would end up always saying as a response, read the problem, read the problem. We never answered the problem. We'd give something that might be true, but we weren't answering the question. Jesus comes to us in the gospel today and says, read the problem. He comes, he tells us also in scripture how he comes to not abolish the law, but to fulfill the law. When we hear something being fulfilled, we might think of something being tacked on on top. You know, Jesus comes to tack even more stuff on top of the law. It's not so much he's adding to, but getting to the root of the law. Getting to the root of the problem, and then he gives us the answer to that problem. Jesus is not contradicting the law. He is intensifying, deepening, fulfilling. He doesn't attack just the external manifestation of the problem. He not only is trapping the mice that might get into the house, he's finding how they're getting in and plugging the hole. We might see that external stuff on other people, perhaps also on ourselves, and we might say so. We'll judge others based on those externals. But the challenge for us is to go deeper, to that inner space where the actions are coming from. When I was a kid, my dad said, you know, go and pull weeds in, in the garden or the flower bed. I'd go out there and I saw some weeds and I would just kind of pick whatever was on top, on top of the soil. And I was done, but the weeds were back the very next day. My dad comes out and says, no, 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 you have to dig down. You have to get to the root of where those weeds are and then pull. And you end up bringing up a lot more. That's what stops them from coming back later. Jesus helps us get to the root of the problem. Today he speaks first of violence. The violence in our world. Governments, economics, politics will give answers to that problem. But Jesus says, read the problem. What is at root here? Violence is born of a deeper place. It arises from anger, fear, resentment in the heart. If I'm angry with my brother or resentful, or if I feel threatened for some reason, it can lead to violence if left untended. Language, bitter speech, are often a sign of this resentment. It can be that initial manifestation of a violence that is left untended. Jesus says, deal with your anger. Don't hide behind externals, not even religious ones. Be reconciled, Jesus says. The word reconciliation comes from reconciliatio. Recon, meaning to come together. Celia, which means eyelash, meaning 
bring eyelash to eyelash of two people, meaning face to face, reconciliation between our brothers and sisters, reconciliation in the sacrament of penance, coming face to face with God and his, uh, his undying mercy. We need to take action to eradicate that fear and anger that lies within us. How do we do that? First and foremost, we must realize that we, in the inmost part of our being, are loved by God, the very center of us. It's made in His image. And because of that love, through our center, we are connected with every other human being on earth. Every other human being who's made in the image and likeness of God. If we realize this, how can we be angry and want to lash out in violence or harsh words? To help also, we can remind ourselves that other people, even those who annoy us, or those we don't like, are trying to be happy just like we are. In some way, we can then connect with the other person's heart. We can sympathize and empathize with others who are our brothers and sisters in the human race. We always get stuck on the external stuff that they do to annoy us, or we try and justify our anger. How often have we heard it say, have, have, have we heard it said, I'm having a bad day, or my wife was nagging me, my husband's being a jerk, therefore I can be disgruntled and be mean to others. This is not a justification. It is not a righteous anger. If we feel justified in our angry because of a bad day, then maybe we are not trying hard enough to make it a good day. We are to trust in God and to foster identification with the other, even the ones, and especially the ones who are annoying us, the ones we don't like, the ones who persecute us even. This is how we get to the root of the problem of violence and anger in our world. Next, Jesus speaks of lust. He tells us how we are to get to the root of sexual sin. The sexual sins are ex an external manifestation of a lust that lies deep within a dysfunctional human heart. Sexual desire is a God-given good. We are to use it appropriately within the context of marriage. It is not to be used to objectify others, ever. If we think of our lives like a rose window, like a Notre Dame, at the center is Christ, and then those beautiful spokes radiating out of the different saints. Our lives are to be that way, Christ-centered. Our work lives, our family lives, our sexual lives, our passions, our wants and desires, all must be Christ-centered. If one comes to dominate, if the sexual desire comes to dominate it, the window becomes disfigured. Our lives become disfigured if it dominates. Jesus calls us to the utter seriousness and to being honest with ourselves regarding lust. How do we view other people? What movies do we watch? What do we see on the computer? Are we seeing others as objects? 
Or are we seeing them as brothers and sisters in Christ? Are we seeing them as sons and daughters of God? If we are tempted to lust, if we are tempted to that kind of sexual sin, always remember it's not a thing. He or she is a person, a person loved by God and to be loved by us appropriately and chastely. We need to read the problem and get to the root of it. This is not an easy gospel, but with God's grace and our response to it in openness and love, He is able then to come and root out what needs to be rooted out, to reconcile us with ourselves, with our brothers and sisters, and with Him. It is not easy. In the movie called A League of Their Own, which is a movie that takes place during the, uh, American, uh, the um, American Women's uh, Baseball League during World War II, and they gathered many women to have this major baseball league. And in the movie, there's one character who starts out and she's doing well and for some reason she decides to quit. And her coach, Jimmy Dugan, comes out and says, why are you doing this? He says, you're sneaking out. You're quitting. You're going to regret this for the rest of your life. Baseball is what gets inside you. It's what lights you up. You can't deny that. Dottie, the other character, says, but it just got too hard. And Jimmy responds, it's supposed to be hard. If it wasn't hard, everyone would do it. The hard is what makes it great. Our Catholicism should be what gets in us and lights us up. It's hard, yes, but it's what makes it great. With God's grace, we can conquer those problems, the root of the problem. He wants us to be free of whatever, whatever is holding us back from Him whether it's violence, lust, anger, whatever sin. He wants us to be free. When we, when we respond to His grace, when we receive the Eucharist today, we are strengthened to be free, to have that sin rooted out, lest it become weeds in the garden. Then when we are free from here, we go out. We tell others, hey, I can do it, you can do it. Be free from sin. Trust in Christ Jesus. Come to know and be reconciled. Know the love of God he has for you.